Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. We're thankful today for what God's done for us and what He's doing, and and He's just as real today as He's ever been. And I'm thankful yeah. to God for that. Bless his holy I'm thankful. Uh, Pastor Tommy said, he said, what will make you do that? And we're going to talk about that tonight. And it's what the Holy Spirit does. Praise his name. Amen. Uh, Thank you, Lord, for that. We're going to look here in Luke chapter 3. Starting at, I'm going to start with verse 2 just because it kind of rolls out where John is and what happens. Luke 3, verse 2 says, Annas and Caiaphas, being the high priest, the word of God came unto John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he came into all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, your word, God, declares your will. We thank you for the Spirit, God, that anoints and brings revelation, God, to your people. It opens the eyes of the blind, and them that God would believe will be led out of captivity. God bless this word and this hour, God. Lord, we just want to thank you and praise you and ask for your blessing upon this word. In this hour, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. You be seated. You look at this word and we think about, and I and I am as unworthy as any man has ever been. Yep. There's men that are good, men that are better, and then there's just plain bad men. But none are worthy, are able to get to heaven outside of what Christ has done. I'll get on this and move on. The worst man in the world, the evilest man in the world is him who thinks he has no sin. Them that think they're just good people. And And that God's just so good and they're so good and everything's just so great. Hell will be filled with them. Amen. But it's not God's will that any should perish. It says right here that all flesh shall see the salvation of God in verse in verse six. Seeing, but it can be believing. It's not always in all cases. But I'm going to tell you what: that the Spirit of God has come to. It'll do something inside of you. Amen. We we often the thing that most bothers me about my own existence is: Am I faithful? Am I being trustworthy with what God has asked me to do? Most cases and most times I am not, but I want to do better. 
My flesh is evil. And it fails me. And if I listen to it, and I put enough stock in it, and I allow it to rule and reign in my life, it gets the best of me. But I'm glad that when it happens that there's something inside of me that's bigger than me, that wants to get me right, that wants to upright me. It wants to do everything that happens in verse 5. It wants to make my valleys filled up. It wants me when I get down and I'm feeling low and I'm thinking that I'm not uh, getting any good favor or anything. You know what it does? It comes in there and it starts lifting me up. It starts impacting underneath my pathway. It starts building me back up reminding me of how God is good and how what God has done for me is more than sufficient. And it starts lifting me up out of the low places, out of the valley. Not that I deserve to be anywhere else, but praise God, it does a work. It fills me up. It lifts me up. When I'm up on the mountain and things are getting so where I can't even explain it. You know what it does? It reminds me of the valley experience. It reminds me that I'm just a lowly sinner saved by the grace of God, not deserving to be high. I'm not one that has a great education or great intellect or is able to impress anybody by my actions or by my behavior. And it's only because of the Spirit of God that gets inside of me that even gives me a mountaintop experience at all. But praise be unto God that when the Spirit of the Lord and I'm getting a hold of it and it's doing what it's supposed to do inside of me, I don't get the wrong impression of myself because it focuses me on the one that lifted me up and put me on a place and in a place and in a position where I feel like I'm doing something. I'm reminded that I'm not doing anything, but it's God in me. Boy, I like that. And I like how he says it, that he'll bring them low that are high-minded. Well, not everybody, though, adheres. Amen, there's a bunch. They just go on about establishment like Paul said in the book of Romans, their own righteousness. Amen. They, they, they discard that, that God has done this for them. I, I tell you the simplest gospel message you can ever tell anybody about God's love is salvation is a work that God did for them, not something that they can earn or something that they get by their birthplace or something they get because their parents knew or went to church or that they sat and kept the church seat from being dusted off every time they could. It was a work that God did inside of them through the gift of revealing unto them God's love for them, God's sacrifice for them. And that when they get to that place, they mourn for their sin and God comes along and touches them or sees them and asks them just as simple as Jesus did when He walked around, what can I do for you? And when you get to that place where you answer God with the right heart and you turn to God with the right spirit, broken and contrite within your own being and God loves you and gives His favor unto you. You'll never forget that. You'll never forget it. He takes the crooked ways in our life when we look at things and we say there's no way I can reach the other side. 
He straightens them out for us. Amen. He, he, right. he reveals unto us. Have you ever just shut your eyes and said, God, help me. I can't. I don't know what to do. And how many times has He, has he declared and laid out a path on you that the carnal man don't understand? The carnal man can't wrap his mind around it. The carnal man can't say, I, I got this now. Amen. It, it's not like it, grabbing the reins of a horse and thinking you're going to make that thing do right. Amen. It's exactly the opposite. You just have to sit and wait and stand and ask God to help you. And what happens is God starts declaring unto you that His righteousness and His way is not right in your mind, but it will get you where He wants you to be. I've not even got to the thought God's gave me yet. The thought that God gave me is in the second verse where He says, the Word of the Lord came to John. I'm thankful when the Word of the Lord comes to me. Praise God. That's what, I mean... Tommy sent me a message today and I thought, you know, God, I've had a lot of messages I've listened to here recently and I started thinking about them and and he said, that's nothing. He said, what have you been doing with me? That's what God said to me. What have you been, what have you and I been engaged in? What have you been meditating on? I said, your word, Lord. And I Praise God, I started looking at that. I came down the road today, turned my Bible app on, kept just kept listening, saying, God, where's it at? Where's it at? And, and he in the deep back, still voice in the back of the cave. Amen. In a still small voice. God started saying, It's my word, son. It's my word. When my word gets in you, and my word gets greater in you than what's in the world. Bless God. That's what will get us on the path of faithfulness and obedience. Nothing else. Amen. Now I understand this about John simply because we have no other thing to think about John other than he did it right. Amen. I mean, from the time that he was in Elizabeth's belly and him and Mary come together and him and God and the Holy Spirit were interacting one with another. And no doubt when John was born, uh, bless God, he was raised, his daddy being a priest of some sort, working in the temple of God, serving God. No doubt it said that they were righteous and good people and served God. He was raised in all the right ways. But it wasn't until John went out into the wilderness and the word of the Lord got on him did he know what to do. Amen. He had all the good benefits of being raised right. But it wasn't until God and the word came to him in the wilderness that John knew what he was supposed to do. That's what we need. Amen. It's when the word comes. Not not what do they call that? That there's there's two kinds of word. There's the logos, the word written in the book, uh, black ink on white pages. Amen. But when that word becomes spirit, when Jesus spoke, the word became spirit. And we know that this book right here is the inspired and errant, infallible word of God. And when we get ourselves in a place where we can see and hear the Word of God, it may take us repentance.
said, I don't know, but I know one thing. But you better do whatever it takes Amen. that you hear Amen. from God. Because if you're not hearing from God, Amen. you're doing this on your own. And if you're doing this on your own, you're on the wrong path. And if you're on the wrong path, you ain't going to be glorifying God uh, with anything that you do. And we were created for one thing and one thing only, and that's to bring glory unto God. And you can't do that on your own. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how helpless you are. You cannot bring glory to God until you get right with God. Amen. See, John just got right with God. Out into the wilderness. They knew a lot of things about John. They respected John right off. They knew this man lived all the right ways. But bless God, when he got down there and started preaching repentance through baptism in Christ and or, or in baptism, water baptism, yet they started coming down there by the gourds. They're like there's something going on. Like Brother JT always says. They thought they was going down there to see a reed shaking in the wind. That's what they were accused of. But what happened to all them that heard the word of the Lord? What must we do? Amen. As you read this scripture, you'll find out that that tax collectors and, and, and Israelites and prophets and soldiers all were down there saying, What must we do to get right with God? And he explained to them just to be right. But it takes God to make it right. They followed the hand of the Lord. They followed this scripture. But I like John didn't stop there. He said, I baptize you with water. But there comes one whose shoes latches. I'm unworthy to untie. That will baptize you with fire and the Holy Ghost. And if you've not been baptized with fire and the Holy Ghost, you can't hear from God right. And you can't serve God right. And you won't be right. And if you're weighing your life through your experience and through your circumstances, you're missing it. You only weigh your life through what Christ said. Through His Word. Because you want the world or do you want God? Amen. God's people, you ain't gonna like this, go through it. God's people suffer. God's people life looks like a hammer hitting, and it doesn't make sense. But God said for you to stand and be true and be faithful and don't give in and don't give up and persevere unto the end. That's what he tells us. Them who persevere to the end will be the ones who make it on the other side. We don't have time to quit. We don't have time to lay down. We don't have time to contemplate the circumstances. We are supposed to just do what God told us to do. Like John said, repent, you vipers, you you devils, you you ungodly people. And you know what they did? They did not do it. He said, bring me Worthy of repentance. 
The worst thing in the world a Christian can do is lay down and get content in this world. And that's what that's the bill of sale. The world is selling the church. Selling it in America. Selling it out on every hand. Well, we've we've added 1,500 people to our church. No, you emptied 1,500 people out of another church that didn't like what they were preaching down there and they thought they'd go over there and get it right. Let me tell you what. You want to find a people that's a following God? They'll get somewhere with God and they'll stay right there and they'll get on with God's business. It won't be about how they feel. It won't be about what they look like. It'll be about what thus saith the Lord and He put us geographically together in a place where we are to serve God with all of our heart, our soul, and our mind. And bless God, that means being around people that you may not even like. And so what does everybody do? They run out. I'm too important. I I, I need this uh, accolade on my name, right? It's not where it's at, y'all. I'm telling you. You want to see revival break out here when we start just listening for God's word day in and day out? I don't know if you got to go on the outside in the wilderness. I don't know what it's got to do for you, but I do. I got to get alone. I got to get where I can hear from God. I got to shut everything off. I got to turn it off. I got to get to where when God starts speaking to me, I know his voice. Amen. Just like coming down the road today. I, I, I started worrying. I started saying, I, I, I need to preach. And I, and then the Lord wowed me back, said, you don't need to do nothing but what I tell you. And then when I knew that, amen, it was all right. Amen. And bless God, it ain't about me. I ain't got nothing for you. But bless God, if you hear from God, amen, it'll help you. Amen. What we need is to be strengthened in the inner man. What we need is to have the Word of God boiling over inside of us. Like Jeremiah said, it was a fire in my bones. Shut up. I couldn't contain it. It had to come up. I contemplated in my mind I wasn't going to do nothing for God. I decided I was going to quit and hang it up. I was tired of getting dumped down into pits and left to rot and die. I was tired of being rejected by my peers. I was tired of all those that were in my life not listening to me. But something was bigger inside of him. Amen. It was called the Word of God. Amen. He couldn't hold it in. He had had to get to the place where, bless God, everybody around him knew he couldn't do nothing but speak what God had told him. Amen. And when he got in that shape and in that condition, bless God, it didn't matter what they did to him. He said, I'm going to tell him anyways. He said, you put me down here with a bunch of people. They won't listen to me. You gave me these messages. You told me how to get them right. But they ain't getting right, God. They're getting more crooked. They're getting more out of sorts. But bless God, you see, it don't matter what they do. What matters is what you do. What matters is when you hear from God, you just do that. Amen. Because God is going to do it. He's going to do it with you or without you. Let me tell you what got me really fired up about this. I was listening to this message. And this guy's talking about in 1 Kings chapter 20 at the 35th verse where a prophet of God was told to go and get smitten. And this is, I started thinking about that. Man, I need to preach that. That's a good message, amen. I mean, it was just really good on, on being broken and being bruised and being rejected and not having things happen the way you want to. But I got this out of it. The fact was that he came to the first man and he said, smite me. He said, I will not. And he, and he said, you are going to die of a lion. And 
Sure enough, he said, as soon as you leave me, you're going to die of a lion. And the man left. And guess what? A lion killed him. Come to the next guy. He said, smite me. He smote him. Amen. He put a wound on this prophet of God. So that when the king came by, he was able to get his attention. Now, you might be thinking a lot of points, but I just want to bring this one point. The man who did what the man of God told him to do was blessed. The other one died. Which one do you want to be? Huh? Yeah. The one that just said, I heard, oh, you heard from God? That's God. Amen. And he smote him. And the word of God went forth with power. And if you want the word of God to go forth with power, when God peels back that membrane that's on your hearing and it enters in your heart and it starts stirring something up, it's not time to suppress it. It's time to promote it and accomplish it. The world's getting, the church is getting to where they ain't hearing from God no more. Amen. They just want to feel good. They just want to say, well, we're doing all right. Everything. Look, the world falling apart around you, it ain't all right. How can you look at this world and say it's good? Men and women will turn out and turn over for nothing. They have no backbone. They have no stay power. You ask somebody, hey, are you a Christian? They won't pray. They won't come to church. They won't. Look, that is not what describes a Christian. What describes a Christian is everything Pastor Tommy has already said tonight. Be found faithful. How are you going to be found faithful if you're doing everything that the world's doing? If you're doing, if you're just caught up in your flesh, you're caught up in your complacency, you're caught up in your, well, I'm tired. Well, I'm over it. Well, there's too much going on. I'm burdened down with all this stuff. I tell you what you need to do. You need to let go of all that junk, the weight, the sin that does so easily beset you and turn unto God and seek Him for His his word to glorify him and bless God, we will see an outpouring of the Holy Spirit into a place that I'm looking for revival, Brenda. I'm looking for God to move here. I'm looking for God to be glorified here. Amen. Every time I come, not just when I feel like it, not just when I think it ought to happen. Amen. It's not about how I feel. It's about what he said. Bless God. Lift His name up. Worship Him. Praise Him. Seek Him. If you'll do this in the secret place, He'll do it in the open before Him. That's God. That's Word. That's faith. That's trust. That's His performance. That's what, when you read before this, Mary and and Martha are having this, this conversation and she said, and the Lord will perform it. Amen. You know what that means? It means He's going to show up. It means He's going to show out. It means He ain't going to deny you. Amen. Because why? Because He said it. That's right. It's His Word. And when the Word gets bigger inside of you, then you can look to Him for the outcome. There is a a good, what what is it? Jeremiah 29, 11 says that He has an expected outcome. Amen. A good one. 
Amen. A good outcome for those that will trust in Him. Amen. Get a song. I'm done. Run out. It's just in His Word, y'all. You want to be encouraged? Be faithful. How do you get faith? In His Word. When Jeremiah, when, when John, when the Word came unto John, the son of Zacharias, he came unto all the country. Amen. How would you like to go unto all your country? Amen. Preaching and teaching the Word of God. And God helping you. And God was with them. I, I like that. There was another place here in the beginning and said, and God was with them. Helping them all the way. Amen. That's where I want to be. Amen. Amen. That's where I want you to be. Amen. See, I want to celebrate it with you when God does it with you just as much as I want to have you celebrate me when He does it with me because He's no respecter of persons. Amen. 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 That's what that's what Mary and Martha did. They was rejoicing. John just obeyed the word. Amen. He put it out there. He said, we're going to do something different. The world wasn't ready. Amen. We get in the will of God, he'd do something different, yet it'll be the same. Because it'll accomplish the will of God. Isn't that what we want? I mean, do we do we really want to see revival and we really want to see our people saved? Do we really want to see... I, I, I could care less if the church is full. That's not the goal. The goal is to get people in heaven. Amen. The goal is to... Okay, forget heaven. The goal is to get their name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. I got it right that time. Amen. That's the goal. That their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. How's that happen? By the Holy Spirit... Convicting them, drawing them, revealing unto them that Jesus will baptize them with fire and the Holy Ghost. How's that happen, Jerry? By being faithful. By me standing still instead of running away. By me standing still instead of instead of messing it all up by what I think. It's just by listening to the word. I believe the saints of old were faithful. I believe that the churches were different back then because people were faithful. They could have done everything that everybody else was doing. They could have sought the world. They could have sought the things of the world, but I believe they were seeking the things that are above. You see, the carnal mind of man is enmity against the Spirit. Can you discern between the two? Ask yourself that question. Can I? Am I able? And I'm going to answer it for you. You know you're not. Without the Spirit. Because the Word of God will declare unto you what is the will of God. And when the will of God comes to you, it's up to you to obey. And it may not make sense. Stop arguing with the Holy Ghost. Because there's two things that God gave us to guide us. You know what they are? He gave us, the he gave us don't quench the Spirit on this side. That's one guardrail. And the other guardrail is don't... Uh, Hold back, quench and grieve. grieve. Two guardrails. Don't quench it and don't grieve it. Two guardrails for us to walk that when we walk with those two guardrails on each side. He said the Spirit of the Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Liberty. And where the liberty of the Lord is, anything is possible. And if if anything be possible with with anybody, it's going to be with God because all things are possible with God. We've heard that over and over again. Amen. 
As we sing a song tonight, I want you to rejoice tonight in the fact that the Word of God not only has set you free, but let's, can we say this together? It will set anyone free who believes it. Let's say that. The Word of God will set anyone free that believes it. And if you don't believe that, if you've got a mindset, that person ain't getting it. No, that's not your place. Your place is to say, you can get this because the Word of God has declared it. Believe the Word over what you see. Believe the Word over what you feel. Believe the Word over what's going on in their life. God didn't come to clean them up and put their name in the Lamb's book of life. He came just to save them, to get them to say, Jesus is Lord. He can do all the cleaning up He wants to. Man, you couldn't clean a, 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 a dress, nothing, if it, if it depended on us. There'd be something we'd miss. The Word of God. I know that might have been shallow to some of you, to the preacher, man. But I'm telling you tonight that this Word right here, that at His Word, the gates of hell tremble. That at His Word... Every demon said, Oh, Jesus, have you come to torment us before our time? And that same word, Dustin, lives inside of me and it's bigger inside of me. It's bigger than death. It's bigger than cancer. It's bigger than sickness. It's bigger than drug abuse. It's bigger than any sin on the planet. Yeah. Amen. It overcomes it all. It's the most powerful force that you and I will ever come against. Amen. Amen. That's that's the word. Amen. That's my word that I got from God. It's His word. We'll sing the verse. I want to give you an invitation to repent tonight. The word of God, what it does is causes us to repent. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. It has that ability. It don't matter how far you've gone. It's the word of God that convicts and convinces and brings us to the place to where we can repent. Uh, as he was preaching, that kept going over in my mind. It's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts this way. It cuts that way. The Word of God will do the work yeah. that we can't do. Yeah. Listen, when we lose confidence in the Word of God, we just lost the battle. That's right. But if we believe God, we just won the battle. Right? It's that simple. Thank God for His Word. Thank God for His Word. It's real. As we sing.